Welcome to Vanguard Garage Gaming. My name's Reese, and it's just me today, and I'm your Vanguard for Parabellum's Conquest, A Last Argument of Kings. Um, I'm recording this on Christmas Eve. Uh, it's, you know, going to be fairly quick, short, to the point. Um, and this is just because uh, the Rules 1.5.1 update just went live uh, earlier today, for me at least. Um, and I was, I'm just going to give you guys a quick run through and get it, you know, out of the way just for your listening pleasure uh, for the holidays. Now, this will be um, just going a, a sort of brief, quick overview of all of the changes that happened with the core rules for 1.51 and the army rules. Now, it won't be everything. It won't be, you know, a nitty gritty breakdown. Uh, Monty and I will come back in the new year and probably revisit that at that point. Um, a uh, quick couple of things first, though. Uh, um, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to everybody who's listening. Thank you so much for listening to us over the last, uh, I think, 14 months we are now. Um, it's been an absolute joy to, to see people listening to the podcast and enjoying it. Uh, and Monty echoes that as well. Um, he's got family stuff, so can't be with me today to record this. So, um, Another thing as well is uh, if anybody is ordering from the Parabellum eShop, we have an affiliate code, which is VGG10, uh, and that will get you 10% off your purchase. Uh, first purchase, huzzah. Um, it also helps us here on the channel um, so we can get some fancy prizes and giveaways. Um, as a complete spoiler, in the new year, um, I will be doing a giveaway of an Apex Predator for the Wadroon, so stay tuned for that. Um, I'll figure out exactly what I want to do with that and how we're going to run it uh, once we come back from holidays. But now let's get into what we're going to go through. So to start with, I'm going to go through the errata changes for 1.5.1 for the core rules and then go over some uh, changes to uh, the army rules as a very sort of quick overview. Um, now, for the most part, and we knew this was this is what was sort of going on, is the core rules is, for the most part, a cleanup of wording um, and weird interactions and uh, phrasing. So, uh, any to, to start it off, any reference of the word term has been substituted to round. So that is, you know, everything that every each player does instead of their alternate activations. Um, a character is now referred to as a character stand, just to make that a little bit more apparent. Uh, everything in the game, and this is a big one, is now rolling low. So you roll low for reinforcements, you roll low for who's going first, um, and then everything in the game is roll low. Makes it nice and simple. Um, strikes as a term has been removed and has been replaced with attacks to make it a little bit more obvious what's going on, as was sort of intended. Uh, injury rolls are gone, and it's now defense rolls. So this is another thing to sort of, you know, injury roll was the only ever reference to it. Defense roll makes a little bit more sense. You're rolling defense or you're rolling evasion. Huzzah, problem solved. Um, your units are now referred to as regiments, which is, that was sort of an obvious one, but I guess it slipped in here and there. Uh, so it's good to see that that's been cleared up. Uh, impact hits are now impact attacks. Again, just a nice little clarification for wording. Um, this is one I'd never noticed in the rules before, so, but it obviously must have been there for the eagle-eyed people, was that inspired strikes is now just been inspired um, because, you know, you are inspired and perform your normal attacks as per normal. Um, natural roll 
uh, referring to, you know, the dice roll itself is now an unmodified roll. Um, so that again is just, that's a, a, a wording uh, sort of option that has been in a lot of other war games. So it's good to see that that clarity has made it to everything in Conquest as well. Um, Spellcasting has changed. Um, this is one I've I've only sort of had a quick sort of look over, but referring for, uh, casting difficulties now attunement, uh, and then the way enemy interference works as well has been adjusted slightly. Um, that is something that I want to cover in and of itself um, when we talk about some different spellcasters, uh, and we do know that there is a magic update planned for the future as well. Um, viable has been uh, re you know, oh, sorry, has been substituted, there we go, for the word legal. Um, so, you know, you have to legally choose something instead of viably choosing something, which again was just a turn of phrase. Um, forming a regiment. Um, it's just clarity on how that actually, like what the, the terms of forming a regiment actually require. Um, and that's, you know, that, that just sort of helps with any sort of weird interactions on how a regiment. Uh, I know a big one was the way regeneration works, so this is just a thing that exists to to help with that. Um, this is another big one, which is multiple drawer events. So uh, this was one that we we knew was coming, um, and now it's just written in stone, which is should there be an instance in which a special rule or ability allows you to use multiple drawer events, then you can choose the order in which they activate, fully re resolving each one before moving on to the next. This was for things like um, the High Clone Executor or the Imperial Officer, um, or any other way that something had multiple draw events that I'm that's sort of slipping my mind at the moment. But this basically means that you can actually use more than one um, to break the core rule. Um, and I know that there was mention of everything being able to use multiple draw events. That's something I still haven't had time to clarify. So super sorry if that's something that slipped through and I've missed it. Um, but we will cover that as soon as we are back in the new year um, as needed. Uh, the charge move has been cleared up as well. So with this one, um, it's just cleared how you wheel, perform a charge and wheel again to um, get into the front. And the other big thing now as well is you have to engage as many stands as physically possible as per written um, compared to um, being able to like line up, see if I got one or two as a thing. Um, I know that that was a... Um, a tactic that's been used but this is you know you want to get as much in combat as physically possible um, and so that's the way it is now played via your charge moves uh, impact attacks have changed they've um, clarified that anything that is added so support fury etc um, are added after you've halved all of the impact attacks so basically you'll add up so each stand you'll go hey my household knight has four attacks halved to two multiplied by all of your stands in contact and then oh hey i'm running speed of horse support too which means now the guys at the back get at all that added in as well so it just sort of helps clarify how it was meant to activate because the wording was a little bit ambiguous uh, in 1.5 now this is another one as well um which is for check for obscuration um if a line uh is un sorry is interrupted by regiments or terrain of a larger or equal size and the shot is obstructed um basically just meaning you don't have line of sight so if there's anything in your way that's bigger than the the or the, the 
the that is bigger than the model performing the attack or that's performing the check for obscuration, um, it counts as obstructed, line of sight, nothing exists, you can't see through it. Um, if you've got more than one target, you split the stands attacks. Um, sorry, you don't split the stands attacks, you split the um, the, the regiment's attack. So if you've got a stand in, in contact with multiple, all of it, that stand's attacks can go into one or the other, but you can't have like two go from one dude and two go to another dude uh, for an infantry stand, for example. Uh, what else have we got here that's super, super important? Um, the die fighting uh, has changed for characters. So now it is, if the regiment your character is joined to is destroyed and the character stand has not yet performed any actions, either by activating with the regiment or on its own, the character stand immediately makes an out-of-sequence clash attack against one enemy regiment in base contact. So this basically stopped people from activating the regiment that the character's in, and then the regiment died and the character could, could still perform attacks. Um, basically, it only gets one shot regardless of if and when that actually kicks in. So, huzzah. Um, what else have we got? Changes to special rules and draw events is probably next. Um, so, for example, with the double time, um, that regiment acts immediately, even if the regiment is not currently on the battlefield. So this lets you pull double time in from off the board, which is great. Um, turn the tide. Um, this was a point of contention. I need to double check with Parabellum as well and hopefully get that updated as soon as possible. But turn the tide as it currently stands is a mandatory drawer event, although it should be an uh, optional drawer event. So um, we've sort of been instructed to say play it as optional for now um, and we'll get it, you know, worked out, figured out and huzzah. So um, for special rules, arcing fire does not affect characters uh, and the regiment's volley may still count as obscured if the target's at long range. I didn't even realize that that was something that could come into effect, so I'm glad that's been added as clarity. Aura of Death, this is a big one. Uh, Aura of Death has become an X special rule, meaning that it can be, you know, added on to, multiply, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it activates at a different point. So instead of being in your supremacy phase, it now activates uh, when an enemy regiment uh, draws its card before it um, uh, act performs its first action. But after its draw events, it takes a number of hits um, for each stand in contact with it, equal to the aura of death uh, value, um, defense and resolve as per normal. This is huge because aura of death was a bit of a weird one before. Supremacy phase meant that it sort of sat outside the game um, and it was low impact because it was just one hit per stand. Uh, now it can be bumped up. So if there's any rules that are aura of death plus, huzzah. Um, if any regiments come out in the future um, with any additional aura of death, fantastic. Um, and it's just more hits uh, when the enemy regiment activates. So you can honestly just, you know, hide the regiment with aura of death at the bottom of your command stack. And that way your opponent has to go first, take the aura hits, and then you get to swing afterwards. Uh, another big one 
is Bloodlust. So Bloodlust is a resolve test uh, for every action. The only action that it is exempt to that is the action that brings a regiment with Bloodlust onto the battlefield, um, because you know coming on from off the board from reinforcement is just a given. Um, from there, if you fail the resolve test, you have to do blood treat Bloodlust as per normal, which is charge if there's an eligible uh, viable target, or march if not now this is the only rule that will allow you to charge from off the battlefield so this means that if you come on from reinforcements failure resolve role you can charge an enemy regiment if it's close enough now you won't be able to clash because your first action was to march onto the battlefield uh, and then your second action would be to charge but for regiments that have um impact hits or anything like that huzzah um what else have we got? Uh, Hardened has been cleared up to add um, Brutal Impact to its list, so it, uh, it affects anything that would reduce your armor, so cleave, armor piercing, and a Brutal Impact. Um, Overrun, now this is a really cool change. So when this regiment declares a charge action against a broken regiment or causes the target of their charge action to become broken as a result of impact, hits, or impact attacks, this regiment may perform their impact attacks again. If the enemy regiment is shattered or destroyed by this regiment's impact attacks, this regiment is allowed to perform a charge action as its second action, even if the regiment has already charged this round. This is huge. It's not a super prevalent rule at the moment, but I am highly excited for any cavalry or brute regiment that gains this special rule, um, because that is going to be super cool to smash into something and just blitz it off the board with impact attacks, which for the most part aren't super strong, but it also gives you a nice little ability to slingshot if you hit a, like a regiment that's almost destroyed and then move on to the next, which I think is fantastic. Uh, rapid Volley uh, has been adjusted so that every unmodified hit roll of a 1 causes an additional hit. Um, the additional hit is caused without rolling, so it doesn't give you any, pardon me, doesn't give you any additional effects. So things like Precise Shot from Bow Chosen or anything like that. It's an additional hit of a random dice value. Um, it's not an additional hit of a 1, so you wouldn't then get Precise Shot or anything weird that might come from there, like Smite and things like that. Um, shock got cleared up, so it's two instances of Inspire, one after the other, um, which means that you basically get plus two Clash, or if you would Inspire to Clash four, you would then get your reroll sixes from the second one. Um, Wedge was the only other one that it just got removed from the core rules and got added into specific army lists. Um, so guys, that's a nice, easy run through of the core rules changes. Uh, and now I will hop into army changes. All right, starting off army changes. Uh, like I said at the start, this is just going to be pretty brief to the point um, and a quick overview. Um, there's a lot more that Monty and I are going to pull apart. Um, this is just sort of a, hey, if you're not sure what the changes are or sort of the, the bigger changes are, this just gives you a quick top-down view. So starting with the Dweg Home um, or the Infernal Automata, uh, they gained Aura of Death 2. They got their Fluid Formation back. They did gain the Feral keyword or Special Rule, sorry, which means they can't uh, set your reinforcement line, but they did go to Evasion 2. Um, all really good changes. The Aura of Death 2 is fantastic. Fluid getting back is great. The Evasion 2 is awesome as well because it makes them a little bit more defensive. 
Uh, Fireforged and the Hellbringer Drake both gained the strong arm special rule, meaning they always get to fire their full shots at long range. Huzzah! Fantastic. It's exactly what the ranged firepower from these elite units for the Dweg Home needed. Um, bear in mind uh, that the Fireforged, their Flamecaster uh, unit upgrade that gives them Torrential Fire, won't stack with strong arm because the wording for both don't allow for you know long range uh double hits from torrential so just be aware um another massive 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 change is that the hold thanes are now medium dragon slayers got a little bit cheaper they got their defense back up to four and they gained the fiend hunter special rule um and wardens and initiates both went down in points now that's just a broad overview of the regiments um I've got to do uh, a whole separate thing for the way that the army rules have been slightly updated um, and all the nitty gritty interactions. Um, a lot of the relics got updated a little bit as well. But that, for the most part, is if you just want to sort of top down of the regiments, that is what the Dweg Home are now. Uh, hopping across to the Hundred Kingdoms. Um, Speed of Horse, the supremacy ability from the Noble Lord uh, Cavalry, got changed. It's no longer plus one clash and support two. It's glorious charge and support two. Uh, meaning that all household knights now get the inspire bonus to their impact hits. Uh, and they also get terrifying one for their impact hits. Now, it's specific to the impact hits, not to the clash action that comes after from a charge or anything like that. Um, the Noble Lord on Cavalry did gain Brutal Impact 2 on his default stat line. Um, means that the Jouster upgrade is a little bit weird, but we have been informed that that will be updated and changed to make sense. Um, the Court Squires had their Oblivious Special Rule swapped out for the Tenacious Special Rule. Um, just meaning they get to ignore that one. Um, I think it's Armor Save for Tenacious. I get uh, Tenacious and Indomitable mixed up all the time. Forgive me for that. It's one of them. Uh, the Gilded Legion went back to Clash 3, making them, um, you know, that little bit better than the Household Guard that they were emulating in the Heavy slot, which is fantastic. Uh, and the Feast Priest, uh, you know, sneakily picked up the Cleave 1 special rule. Um, all really good changes for the Hundred Kingdoms. Obviously, there's more to it, but that was just a very quick um, overview of their regiment upgrades. Uh, for the Spires, Strix went up to Clash 2. Brute Drones picked up the Oblivious special rule, which is great for them. Um, the Incarnate Sentinels went up to five attacks, which is fantastic. Um, the Biomancer's range on his Mend Flesh is eight inches now. Uh, the Ferromancer's, um, uh, is it the Underspire army rule, uh, has been changed. So regeneration is only handed out to all of the Force-grown drone regiments in your army. So it's not specific to his warband anymore, but it is uh, incredibly specific to the fact that it's only on the force-grown drone regiments. So things like your Abomination, things like your Brute Drones and all that, um, they don't get it. And it's Regeneration 4 still as well. Um, the other changes that are, so the Director Army Rule as well, uh, lets you perform in a, a burnout even if you have it. Um, the exact wording is, yeah, they ignore this limitation for a single, um, if they already have the burnout draw event, which for memory, I think is like the onslaught clones, uh, or anything that obviously gets given it by a special, uh, special effect. 
Um, the only other changes for the Spire, apart from like little changes to relics and, and upgrades and stuff like that, is the Centaur Avatara, the Vanguard Clone Infiltrators, and the Onslaught Drones all went up in points. Uh, not a huge amount, but a little bit. Uh, and the Centaur Avatara lost one defense. Uh, this was just due to a, a typo when they had shields, didn't have shields, gained shields, and their defense never changed. Um, so that's just been clarified and fixed. And now there's no problems with the Centaur, which is great. Um, all right, the Nords. So this is where there's been a lot of changes. Um, the Shaman for the Nords now knows all of his spells, uh, and he gained a points increase to sort of match the fact that he now has those in his repertoire. The Blooded has gained a march speed, meaning that he doesn't have to take the aspect of the Wolf to not slow down most of the regiments he can be part of. Uh, again, really good change. Uh, the Jarl has gained a defense, so he's now defense three, um, you know, emulating the shield and his hardy nature. Um, the Stalkers gained uh, extra range on their barrage, so they're 20-inch barrage now. And the Nefer Beast Pact gained the Shock special rule. Um, on the downside to the Nords is a lot of the army gained points increases. Um, a lot of it was medium-based units, so uh, the Uger, the Ulfender, the Huskarls, the Fenner, and the Golta Beast Pact, as well as the Steel Chosen, and the Mountain Jotna are reduced from 16 to 14 wounds. All of these are really good changes. Uh, I understand for anybody who's a Nords player that looking at this is like, oh, my army just got kicked in the teeth, and it, you know, or nerf, nerf hammer all around. Um, but trust me when I say that the regiments that have been changed here have been changed for a good reason. Um, they were incredibly oppressive, incredibly easy to spam, and for new players and even seasoned players coming against some of the builds you could do with these, it was a massive negative play experience. Um, so seeing these points increases, uh, I mean, the least the least uh, effect, effective one is the Huskars just going back to 150. It's where they should have been. They never needed a points decrease in the first place. They're amazing at 150. They're still amazing at 150. Fenner, Galta, Ugarit, or Fender, or and the, the Steel Chosen getting those points increases also helps as well. They're really hardy units. They do a lot of work. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's been fixed. Uh, another change as well is there was clarity added to the supremacy abilities for the Nords, which is all of the characters has, have to be on the battlefield for their abilities to work. This was basically a given. The only one that was an exception was the Blooded. Uh, and now he's been fixed so that it's like he has to be on the board for his flank to then be given to his warband, which is a little bit of a, a, a sort of play style adjustment. Um, but it's a good one because it means that you didn't have, you know, all of the Uger and all of the Fenner coming on the board while the Blooded was just, you know, sipping pina coladas on the beach. So good changes all around. Um, I'm very interested to see where Nords um, or how Nords play now um, being my main army. So that'll be fun to see. Uh, and last and certainly not least is the changes for the Wadrun. Um Blooded and Braves have matched each other in points now, so it's not so much a, a skew in what you're taking. Um, the Aberration uh, upgrade has gone down to 20 points. The Slingers uh, and their Bullet Carver upgrade have reduced in points as well. This is actually a really good change uh, because I've always said that Hunters were you know, incredibly um, more useful than Slingers. 
And now I'm looking at slingers going, oh, this could be interesting because instead of paying 210 points for a minimum regiment with a bullet carver, you're getting that for 170 now, which is super good. Um, and if you tag a predator uh, who's had his march speed increase, so he doesn't slow anybody down anymore. If you tag a predator on there with his fire in advance way of the hunt, they can, you know, march up, throw a bunch of rocks at people, causing resolve because of the bullet carver, and walk back um, to get into safety. And that's all fine. Uh, there's been some slight point tweaks to all of the chosen um, units. So chosen of conquest uh, being the most obvious one where they went down 50 points. And then I think the famine and death changed maybe five or 10 points across them. The chosen of war, however, um, are suddenly a lot more enticing being a medium regiment instead of a heavy regiment. Um, and the uh, icon of conquest upgrade for the monsters has been shifted a little bit um, to make it so that the um, the rider gives out the, um, the the cult that they're part of to the monster they're chilling on, which is great for, you know, all of the uh, apex predators I've seen kicking around on the Discord and the Facebooks lately, which is really good. Now, guys, I'm sorry that, <laughs> that might have all been a blur for people. I hope I didn't stumble and stutter too much for, for people to miss the point. Um, but this was just, a, like I said, start a very quick one just to get out to you guys to go through uh, a very sort of, you know, umbrella approach of the upgrade or the, the changes and the updates in 1.5.1. Um, again, thank you so much for listening to us throughout the, the last year, guys. Um, We'll be back next year with more content, more giveaways, and more Australian nonsense. Um, and again, uh, happy holidays from Monty and myself uh, and from Parabellum. Uh, you know, we hope everybody's safe and has a really good uh, holiday break. Uh, and the only other thing is, yeah, to mention again that there is the affiliate code, which is VGG10 on the eShop for 10% off your purchase. And guys, thank you very much. Until next time, we'll see you then.